Hey everybody, welcome back to The Collective. We have another fantastic show for you planned out today. Very excited to have some old school friends in the house. We got Dre coming in, Grey Dad Gear, Grey Dad, Grey Man Dad, whatever the Grey Man person is, that is Dre. <laughs> he's, he's been, it's been a while since we've had you, so I'll get you to an intro in a little bit, but before I do that, I want to remind everybody, make sure you like the show, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, do all that good stuff so you get your emails in the morning whenever we go live, which is, of course, every day. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about practicing gratitude, and I picked this specifically because, well, it's Thanksgiving, and I had to be reminded of that because I forgot, <laughs> as I usually do, but uh, I do just want to do that. If anybody is listening that wants to have any, uh, wants to input to the show, have any thoughts, questions, comments, by all means, put them up in the comment section so we can engage them directly, kind of like this. Winterstorm, good afternoon team, still sick in bed, but grateful to have the collective. Very nice. That's a great sentiment. Thank you, Winterstorm. Do you know uh, what? Uh, was he sick Gray, yesterday? Classic. Was he sick yesterday? Because he came across his freaking mega yesterday, so didn't he had no sense was. that he was sick. He was. He was sniffing a little hmm. bit, and but he was all hopped up on, on like Benadryl and stuff. To he was all hopped up on freaking cracking it out of the park, is what he was. That's absolutely correct. Um, now, before we get too far into the conversation, Dre, it has been a while. So why don't you give us a quick 30, 45 second rundown who you are, where you come from, all that good stuff, and then we can get into the convo. Yep. Absolutely. So, guys, my name is Dre uh, at Gray Dad Gear on Instagram. Uh, previously known as Gray Man Dad, but uh, apparently that became too cringe. The term Gray Man. So, kind of switch things up a little bit. A uh, little bit about myself. I do uh, work in the firearms industry, and currently, right now, in the middle of a career change, but uh, still sticking with firearms. And yeah, I've been with the collective, following the collective since the very beginning. Befriended Sean and Chance, and they've just been absolutely masters at what they do and just uh, getting the community together and helping everybody grow. So yeah, uh, love uh, love being on the show and thanks for having me back, boys. Appreciate awesome. it. Buttering us up early in the show this is the way to do it, I think. Yes, yes. So, so buttery that I feel <laughs> obligated to ask another question, a follow-on question as, what are you switching to? So previously I worked corporate jobs before. I was an account manager over at TELUS, a TELUS business account manager. Then I pivoted towards uh, firearms and was a chief business development officer for a firearms company. Um, and then within the last year, since uh, just before starting with the collective, I basically went through a change, a growth phase where I was trying to discern what I wanted to go do with my life and career and just listening to everybody's stories, tier one operators such as yourself and you know guys that have served. And I tried to, you know, talk with my wife and my family, see where I can go with that. And um, yeah, now I'm trying to pivot towards uh, law enforcement. So I've put in my application with the RCMP and a few local law enforcements. So I'm trying to become a Leo. Uh, I've taken inspiration from Seb uh, wow. who is a really good friend of ours. And um, yeah, currently right now, the job that I'm currently working because I did step away from corporate jobs because I felt it was very soul sucking. Uh, and I'm working right now in as a care aide for a hospital transfer company. So, yeah, um, trying to get out there awesome. more, trying to work with the public. And, yeah, Go that's there. where I'm at right now. I like it. Service before service, getting into service. I like it. I like mm -hmm. how that works. Dude, that's mega, though. That's, uh, that's a huge uh, shift. That's, I mean, 
it's not just a trajectory shift it's like a trajectory with a lot of weight on your shoulder shift i mean it's pretty aggressive yeah. good for you congrats mm -hmm. thank you yeah looking forward to seeing what happens when you get to depot and you're gonna have to shave all that hair off it will it's go gone. it's fine it's gonna be gone <laughs> so just yeah, be you aware can't, can't push that underneath the kevlar helmet it's just not gonna fit buddy you need it's to get a haircut not. real quick get in the game he's getting in the game slowly he's got a toe you in could the have game. it you could have it shaved <laughs> off by the end of today just saying just I saying mean, i'll, I'll shave mine if you shave yours let's put it that way sean no way man no <laughs> i've already said i've I, i've only got two haircuts left in me I, it's getting so thin up top that i've got to hang on to it as long as i can now i'm going mm -hmm. with grow the flow um i'm growing the flow I don't could be a challenge though. I mean, maybe we could raise some money perhaps for shaving Sean's head. That might be a good uh that might be a good look for him, honestly. Good look. What do you think? I, I need a different look, that's for sure. Because this one currently isn't working. Not at all. In fact, there's no one else other than me who has more fun with it. I mean, I'm just having so much fun on how ridiculous it is right now. It's a bad look. But I'm gonna freaking no. own it. So screw you guys. No, I, I, to be to go with today's theme, I'm very grateful for the haircut because you kind of look like a rugged, you know, Captain Price of Call of Duty with, you know, the beanie. And everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But fair the Canadian enough. version, very, <laughs> fair enough. very, very rough around the edges. But good, yeah, like very rough. <laughs> yeah, bit ragged. He, he's got the accent if you really want to play it up. I think that's true. Give me a Guinness and we'll be all over it, boys. Oh, boys, it would it would be on at that point. Now, speaking of it being on, we should probably get on topic. So yes. uh, we're on. We're on. You know. You know what we're on. We're we're on. We're in, enjoying our company. Absolutely. We're enjoying each other's company, and uh, and and I don't know what we're supposed to be talking about today, but I do know that it's Thanksgiving. And I do know that when I came out of my live IG chat, uh, just before hopping into this, there was a bunch of people hopping in and all kinds of comments and everyone was talking about Thanksgiving. What are you having for Thanksgiving? What are you going to eat? What are you going to do? And <clears throat> so my wife is in Kelowna uh, right now with our oldest son. Uh, she's just finished off a, a six and a half hour ultra endurance uh, mountain run, some kind of running event. Uh, she, she beat her. She, she far exceeded her expectations on her time. So she shaved off an hour and a half on her anticipated Ooh, wow. timeline, Dang. which is bonkers. Uh, so she really got after it. And our son is out in university right now, getting after it. And uh, so they're out of town and that leaves Keegan and I. Uh, so that just the two of us isn't really enough for me to, what I normally do is put a, a, a turkey on the Traeger, on the smoker. And that's what I do for Thanksgiving. That's what I do for Christmas. doesn't matter how many people are coming over to the house or if it's just the family, there's a, there's a bird on the smoker. Well, we won't do anything today uh, in the sense of quote unquote Thanksgiving celebrations, which somehow is morphed into it ain't Thanksgiving unless you're having a bird. Mm. And so that's not true. Thanksgiving isn't a turkey. When I went out for my ride yesterday, I had a sandwich before I headed up. It was about a four hour ride that I went out for. And uh, so I grabbed a, a turkey and cranberry sandwich at our local uh, um, grocery store, Ferraro's. And as I was, it's a big hefty sandwich. And as I was pounding that, I was like, man, that's Thanksgiving right there. It's turkey, cranberry, but it's me going out to smash on the trails on a gorgeous day with freaking amazing colors, perfect weather. My riding form right now is great. I feel fit. 
I got good night's sleep. I'm well hydrated. I'm in a good mood. It's freaking on like Donkey Kong. So when I was smashing down that trail yesterday, I mean, I'd have to like go backwards in the data bank of memories to try to think of a day that popped more than yesterday in the way of fall colors. I mean, it was psychedelic amazing. The colors were so off the chart that at one point as I was ripping down the trail, I, I couldn't believe the colors that I was seeing. I stopped and lifted up my tinted goggles to look around to see if it was for reals. The colors were off the chart. I've never experienced the fall colors like I did yesterday. It was intense. So what I did say in my live IG chat was, look, we probably won't do a bird in the house today, but I gave my thanks yesterday mm. out on the trail. I was thankful for every single minute that I was on my bike on that trail because it was like almost out of body experience good. And, you, you know, like I could have just thought, yeah, that was an amazing ride and carried on as I have for a whole pile of rides in my life. But yesterday, for some reason, just felt different. And it made me realize that, well, it isn't about the turkey, of course, and it ain't about the cranberry, of course. It's about recognizing that you've got to give thanks for what you've got right now. And it doesn't require a holiday. It just so happens that it, somehow I put it together on a holiday. That's my thoughts. You know, what's hilarious is the fact that the actual topic for today is practicing gratitude. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> so well done, Sean. Thank you for uh, getting us started on that one because it is 100% absolutely correct. But I am going to go around and Dre, I'm going to start with you. What are you thinking? When I when you hear Sean's uh, regale his stories of rolling down the, the trails, what do you think of when you're thinking of practicing gratitude? So for me, practicing gratitude and is waking up every morning and just when your feet touch the ground, you you think... God, the universe for another great day that you're able to go get out of bed. And at the same time, just kind of recount of like, what do you got good in your life? Because if, as we all know right now, like with things going on in the world, it's, there's a lot of things going bad. And so we're in a position right now where we can actually take a moment to be in a good mindset where we can actually appreciate all the good things. So for myself, it's like, I always start the day with like, I know we don't talk about religion, but I do, you know, pray and I say, you know, Hey God, thanks for another great day. Or if you're not religious, Hey universe, thank you for another great day. I got my health. I got my family. I got, you know, a job and I'm being able to breathe and thank God I'm not in, or thank the universe. I'm not in a difficult position. So yeah. just appreciate all the little things. Yeah. Matt. You got any thoughts on practicing gratitude? Yeah, I'm with Gray on this one where, like, for me, it's part of my morning ritual is getting up, doing my three gratitudes for the day. And then, like, with Sean, being aware of things that you can be grateful for, like, you know, psychedelic tree leaves and stuff. But um, I believe it's something that needs – that we don't do enough as, as people in society anymore. And it's something that we actually need to get more back into is feeling the good and not just focusing on the bad. There is so much negativity and everyone just gets so caught up into it. Um, I know it's likely some 
root, you know, ancestral lizard brain defensive thing to focus on the bad. But if, by focusing on the good, you actually feel better. And that feeling actually can translate over to another person. And it creates just exponentially better people and better day. Sean, mm-hmm. you got any points on add on? No, I don't. Uh, but uh, I do agree with the uh, idea of uh, an attitude of gratitude. And uh, when my my wife says it a lot, too much, actually. And uh, so it's basically one of her standard issue mantras, uh, have an attitude of gratitude. I wish I had a dollar for every I'd be very gratitude ish. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard the attitude for gratitude. Uh, And Mm -hmm. and so I've heard it a lot. And she's right. You got to have an attitude of gratitude. But the problem with that statement is have an attitude of gratitude. It's usually followed by namaste or live, laugh, love or whatever. And it's these glib statements that just get handed out like Christmas candy uh, to the masses that just consume it, but don't think about it. It's like a it's like a stream of candy with no taste. Uh, so uh, but the attitude of gratitude is extremely important. But how to translate that into my head or into another person's head that just doesn't dig on the namaste and patchouli and rose petals, live, laugh, love. I mean, I'm not a live, laugh, love kind of, I, I don't have that hanging over the bed or ha- in my office. These kind of statements just kind of irk me a little bit because they don't, they don't synchronize with me. They seem to be for another person. But I think that's an important aspect of uh, this conversation. It's for us to understand what language works for us and then reframe it into our life. So attitude of gratitude, you know, it just kind of glibly comes off. So I have to reframe it in, in different language, like go kick that ass or whatever. Whatever works for you to make sense of these live, laugh, love statements that are thrown around that are they're thrown out so much that they're ignored. You've got to find your own statement, your own sentence, your own mantra in respect to gratitude. And it's got to make sense in your head where you kind of dig it, where it feels like that's me. Yeah, but hell yeah, that was a fireworks ride yesterday. Go kick that ass rather than live, laugh, love. Because that ain't going to work for my head. So if it's not working for my head, it's probably not working for a few other heads out there. So my recommendation when trying to practice gratitude or attitude of gratitude is come up with your own sentence. You guys got any thoughts on that? I got a question for y'all, but I want to make sure you guys got everything. Andre, you got something? Uh I do have something, but I want to hear from Matt because, like, I talk way too much, and I need to hear from Matt. <laughs> Matt, you got any thoughts? I'm just being grateful that you guys are here and I'm listening to you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm with Sean, like, a little bit with the fact that, like, dead metaphors and stuff happen too much, right? The the key phrases or the trending words and stuff, and then that that gets lost in the actual true meaning to it. And it just becomes a social construct of acceptance. Like, oh, I used a hashtag, gratitude and attitude, right? Whatever. Um, but yeah, you have to find something that sits well with you if in the realm of gratitude and pushing through the day. Um, I wish I had something. Um, actually, I do. It's, it's an old Brat Pack comic book series back in the 80s. It's uh, uh, 
live fast, love hard, and die with your mask on. And that's something I always kind of like throughout the day is like, yep, I got to, you know, push my, push my life, you know, keep on going, keep on uh, getting to that next level, the next evolution, loving hard, like, you know, throw up my love. And if something happens, something happens. If not, then you'll carry on and, and die with your mask on. I think that's more like keeping my secrets close to the chest, um, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but you have to find something that works for you and pushes you every day to get up every day to go further every day to exceed and be awesome just like here on the collective you can do that with us every day here on the collective yeah absolutely trey you got me uh what do you get what are we thinking so uh very quick off the top i think the collective sean chance you guys have your mantra which practicing which practices gratitude every moment do your best every day right it's it's right there like it, yeah. and so like one of the things that like we're now working in healthcare, which I never thought I'd actually do uh, being Filipino and everything um, is that uh, I see patients uh, every single day and a lot of them have gone through like the absolute ringer, like the, you would not believe um, some of them have lost their legs. Some of them uh, have, you know, they're, you're, they're, I'm going to be transporting them to hospice. And so, one of the things that I noticed that there's always an an attitude and shift change, a lot of somber that happens. And uh, for some people, like who like for patients who've just lost a limb, they're they're usually pretty grumpy. They're, they they curse God, they curse the universe, and they're just like, you know, why did this happen to me? And you know, they they give a lot of slack to the people who are trying to help them, the nurses and the doctors, and you know, they're they're trying to do their best, and at the same time, they're also a little burnt out. So me just coming in there to transport them to the next hospital or to the next care facility, um, one thing that I always try to go do is try to relate to these patients. And, you know, they're also giving me a little bit of lip and, you know, they're chirping away of like how life's not fair. And I tell them, look, uh, I get where you're coming from. And if I was in your exact same position, I'd feel the exact same way. But one thing that I know that I, I cannot do is I cannot blame those who are trying to help. I cannot, I cannot give my negative emotions to others. And sure, I can, cur I can curse the universe for everything that's happened, but I need to appreciate what I have. And so I ask them, what do you have? And like when they talk about like, oh, I'm, I have my recovery coming up. It's like, okay, what are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do when you get out of here? They're just like, well, I don't know. It's like, you're going to eat a delicious meal. In fact, you, you know what? You have friends and family, call them up right now ask them hey surgery went well i'm in recovery right now come over here visit me let order my favorite food let's all enjoy a beautiful meal together and you celebrate with a meal because you just got out of something terrible now you need a pick me up and something as gentle as a meal to help kind of bring up your spirit when i tell them this it, it really opens their eyes it's just like yeah you're you know you're right i shouldn't be you know, chirping at the nurses or chirping at the doctors who are trying to help me and, you know, giving them my, my negative, my negativity, because it just doesn't help anybody. Right. They're, they're not going to want to help me and I'm not going to get a good experience while I'm here in the hospital. So it, it just doesn't make sense. And so, um, I, when I reframe it like that for them, when I reframe it that like, you know, it's, we gotta be able to, you know, look at the bright side of things. Like we can still do good things, we can get goodness out of this world, the, the mind shifts immediately. And it 
like nine times out of ten, it always happens. There's always that one who just won't take it. But then I'll see them a couple of days later, and they will tell me, "Hey, uh, I thought about what you said after you left, and you you know you're right, and I'm sorry. My attitude was, you know, cruddy." And so I'm just like, it, "It's fine. It is what it is." But the other great thing that I tell them is that uh, don't lose your humanity. Don't lose your comedy. Learn to laugh, right? Hey, things sucked. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna laugh about it. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna laugh about myself. I'm gonna laugh about the situation because, hell, like, life's too short to to live in negativity. I'd rather live in positivity, and just seeing it scroll at the bottom of the screen every moment. Do your best every day. That's something that like I've taken to heart, especially when I listen to the collective when I'm at work and I'm with my coworkers, and they listen to you guys too. And although we're not always you know, I'm not always able to comment or participate. Like we we take in the discussions that you guys bring in, and so I, I'm very grateful to have you guys, and we're very grateful to have this community because we're learning a lot, and I'm able to actually put that into practice with my my current career, my current job that I have. So, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> it's funny too because when you get into those really difficult situations. I mean, uh, Matt and Sean can attest to this too, is that when you when you get to share those really horrible situations, the humor is what comes up first, <laughs> right? You start to get into that really horrible, dark humor that you'll make a joke about anything just to get through those moments, right? And uh, I think that's, that's a great point to bring forward is that humor is super useful when you're in those uh, difficult pe periods. Now, you guys got any thoughts, any other thoughts? I got a couple questions and some comments here, but you guys are good? Okay, so a couple comments real quick, and then we'll get into this question. Uh, Chris K. jumps in. He says, congrats, you will make a great Leo. So looking forward to seeing you there. Thanks, Winter, Winter Storm said, we'd be lucky to have you, Gray. And uh, when Gray gets hired on, Sean has to shave his hair into a skullet. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I want to see that. I really do. <laughs> that would be amazing. Consider it done. Done. There you go. Skullet. All right. I like it. Um, and then he jumps in here. He says, practicing gratitude is a skill that we don't take the time to get better at. It's about acknowledging what you have rather than what you think you need and being unfulfilled because of that. And this is a great point. This goes into my question was the fact that for me, practicing gratitude, it's been something that I've been consistently working on for many years. And the thing that clicked in my head was the fact that initially I had to start looking for things to be grateful for. I had to like you know, I'd be up in my head and be all crazy and be like, okay, I need to find something. And I'd look at my kids or I'd look at my wife or I'd look at, you know, very obvious physical things that I could say, oh man, yeah, okay, I need to be grateful for, for this. Over time and with some practice, what I started realizing was that there are things to be grateful for everywhere. And there's been little moments of, you know, seeing the trees lined up just perfectly down a street or seeing your kids play on a friggin' park or, you know, there's the little things that you start to pick out when you're not really looking, but they're just there. And so I'm wondering for you got for all you guys is that do you find that it is more of a a physical I need to find something to be grateful for? Or do you think do you find that it's more of a like it, it kind of appears in front of you and you can take that second and go, oh man, that's freaking awesome. Sean, I'm going to start with you. What do you think? Well, you said something interesting and uh, I have, I'm, I'll have to paraphrase it because I can't uh, relay it I, perfectly. And you'd said, what's the effect of when, when you're not seeing it, mm. gratitude or, or something good in the world when you're not seeing it? Well, it's just because you're not looking. 
And, and so that's what most people's default mode is. They don't look, they don't look for things. There's not only are they not looking, they're situationally unaware. So, but that's an entirely different subject. But if you're not looking at the world around you to accept the data that it's giving you, then you're kind of interacting with the world, but you're not owning your world. You're just kind of in it, not owning it. And for me to own the world, my world, this universe that I'm in, that I create on the daily, which by the way, we all do. I mean, I've said this before that if I click close on this window, on this video window, and I walk away from this microphone, I don't exist in your universe anymore as a podcaster. Or if I dump all social media, now I'm not in your world at all. I'm not in your universe. And so our universes, we create ourselves on our solo journey. We just happen to do it with others in conjunction with them. With my wife, as an example, she's on her, her solo journey, as we all are. It just so happens that we're on our solo journeys together. We have, for lack of a better term, agreed to journey together for a period of time in our lives that may or may not change in the future as fate aligns with us or against us. But these are things that I think everyone understands, but very few people ever talk about. And so when I'm out in my solo journey, uh, thinking about the world around me and considering how it is my universe, just as it, Dre has his universe, Matt has his universe, Chance has his universe, we could all close our windows and never see each other again. And we would be out of each other's universes. So we shape our worlds. And if we're not looking carefully at our worlds, then we're missing parts of the world that are offering us opportunities to be grateful. And so here's what I would suggest. I think that this is an actionable item that anyone can do. And literally today will be a better human being for it. Take your phone, go for a walk, and take the best photo you've ever taken today. And you know what that'll do? That'll have you paying attention to the world. That'll have you looking at the sunshine streaming through some trees or streaming through some leaves or reflecting off of a daffodil. Whatever it is, take the best photo you've ever taken in your life today. And now you're paying attention to the world. Now you're interacting with your universe. Now you can appreciate what is available to you that you've been missing because you haven't been looking hard enough to appreciate the things that are always available to you. You can, you can increase your gratitude in the world that you live in by trying to see more gratitude in the world that you're living in. That a lot, Matt. Any thoughts? I partially disagree with Sean for the first time in collective history. Um, the reason why is because I see that more as forcing gratitude. You're going out to like I have that teapot is awesome. I'm looking at that teapot, and that teapot is like the best teapot. I'm forcing the fact that that teapot is awesome, and I have gratitude for that teapot. Where if you're more passively going around. And you're like, hey, you know what? That was a good time. That happened. And you, you just accept it as it happens. Then you're not forcing it into it. Yes, I agree with Sean that if I click off the button and I'm out of your universe, I'm out of your universe. 
but I'm also in someone else's universe if I'm not here with your universe. And I have gratitude for being in someone else's life, right? And someone else has gratitude that I'm in their life taking time for them not being with you guys, where you guys likely have gratitude that I'm here because it's comic relief. But I, I, I see it more as a balance. Like you can't go out forcing everything and you can't go out being passive on everything. You have to have that balance where you're accepting some things as they are and you are identifying things as you experience them yourself. Interesting. Dre, any thoughts? Yeah. So for myself, it, it is natural for me to consistently, uh, just through meditation and prayer, it's like consistently be grateful for all the things that I have. And for a lot of people, it's like if they've never taken the moment, write stuff down that you're already grateful for. If you haven't already thought about it, think about it quickly. Write it down. I can promise you the moment that you write it down, things start to open up for you. And you start to see that the world isn't as dark as it used to be. Sure, there's a lot of things that aren't aren't within your control. But the things that are within your control, the things that you can be grateful for, like the meal that's in front of you, like your phone, your or the fact that you're able to go outside and just breathe in that fresh air, like just the little things like that, those will easily be those will put you in a calmer mind. And you start to realize that, like, yeah, again, the world ain't so dark. And the problems that I thought I had, they just don't matter. Right. They're 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 very small compared to what life is. Yeah. So Sean, any thoughts? Snap back at Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. It's coming. Uh, but it's it. coming in a, it's coming in a way that Matt uh, doesn't anticipate, which is what I appreciate the most. Ooh, so uh, Matt Matt's point is correct. But oh. it's totally incorrect for a person who doesn't know how to play this game. And mm. so if you're being playing a poor game in respect to gratitude, it's probably because you haven't been good at gratitude. And so if you're a noob at gratitude, it, it's not going to fall out of a tree and hit you on the head like Newton. That's a reference to gravity. So um, what you've got to do is you've got to create the learning cycle, which means you've mm. got to force yourself to go out there with a target or a mission profile or a task or a job or a sequence of events that helps you understand that as a noob in gratitude, you've got to figure out how to do it. Because if you haven't, if you haven't been grateful for a couple of decades, it's not going to fall on your head like an apple. You've got to go out and create it, which means it kind of has to be homework. And so at some point, like Matt, like myself, like Dre, like Chance, at some point, it's not homework. You don't have to wake up in the morning and say, for all things that are good, I must be grateful today. It's just going to happen. But initially, if you are the worst at gratitude, if you suck at gratitude, if you misspell gratitude, well, guess what? You got homework. And it means grab a camera, go out and take the best photo you've ever taken today. And is it contrived? Yeah. Is it inauthentic? Perhaps. Is it a sequence of events that feels like homework and you don't want to do it because it seems like that's not cool? Maybe. 
but that's what you got to do because you're a freaking noob and you suck at gratitude and you need homework. And the homework is go take the best photo you ever, you've ever taken and then appreciate the moment. And it sounds dumb, but welcome to noobism. You've got to learn how to be grateful and it ain't gonna land on your silly head and teach you a lesson. You got to go out and create it. Absolutely. And on that note, I was recently given a uh, great example. And Matt, I'm going to come back to you in a second because I know you got a point on that one. But uh, this is going to be homework for the collective. Okay. I want everyone out there that is watching this to take your best photo that you've ever taken today. I want you to go out there and make it happen. And then I want you to post it on Instagram. I want you to tag us at the collective. And we will have a little contest through the week. And we will pick the best photo of the week, and they will get themselves one of these bad boys. Ooh. Oh, yes. It's Outstanding happening. Outstanding chance, Burles. We're, we're, we're getting into it. So, again, go out today. Pick your best photo. Put it on Instagram. Tag us. At the end of the week, we're going to vote on it. Whoever's got the best, we're going to get, you guys are going to get yourself a mug. So... Except sure for Matt. Do he doesn't get anything. Except for no, Matt. Matt, Matt gets no mugs. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I qualify because I'm on today's podcast. Absolutely, you qualify. <laughs> okay. Hey. 100%. Everybody. Everybody is part of the collective. <laughs> that includes Sean and I and everybody. Everybody. So, Matt, <laughs> what are your thoughts? You were, I, got, well, I, you had a point. I did, but then all of a sudden you dropped the bomb. Like, I'm giving Boom. away cups here. I'm giving like, away oh stuff. Jeez, I can't, like, go against what you just said, dude. But... Um, my comeback to Sean's homework and making the perfect picture is I would say, go take the not perfect picture and find what is good about it. Right. You can like, I'm not going to like, uh, how am I going to put this? You can go out and have that perfect picture. You can spend, you know, 600 pictures taking that perfect picture. Like, you know what? I spent all this time to take this one picture. Why don't you just take a crappy one and find what's really good about it? Right. Like take a picture of a squirrel running away. Why is a squirrel running away? It doesn't matter. Squirrels being a squirrel. Squirrel, right? Or, you know, let's take a like a random piece of garbage. And why is that random piece of garbage so interesting? Right? It's it's getting the nuance and details of it instead of focusing, I must have that perfect picture. Why don't you just take a picture of the moment? I agree with Sean that yes, if you are decades without gratitude and you're not experiencing or sharing or focusing down that path that you do need to do homework. It is not something that's natural. And it's something that is quite, like I mentioned before, forgotten within our society. And it should be practiced more. Practice, homework, relearning how to do it and sharing it with others. Absolutely. And just to clarify, we're not looking for the perfect picture. We're looking for yeah. your yeah, we are. best. No, that's, no, that's what I said. Okay. That's what I said. And, okay. and, and it's not Matt's perfect picture. Cause if he likes to take photos of squirrels and garbage and he thinks that's perfect, that ain't perfect to me, but it ain't about me. It's about Matt. And so yeah. Matt is Matt's definition of what practicing gratitude in the photo challenge and perfection versus imperfection. That's on Matt and he can interpret it any way he wants. And it's on me and I can interpret it on however I want. And it's on Dre. It's up to him to define his own version of quote unquote perfection, which doesn't exist, which is, I mean, we've had several podcasts about this. So the point is go freaking take an amazing photo, a perfect photo for you 
to be grateful for. And so to play with what Matt is saying, even if it is an imperfect photo, whatever that means, and you have to seek perfection within the imperfection, whatever that means, what are you doing right now? You're being grateful for the moment. You're looking for the perfection within imperfection, and you're grateful for finding it if you sit there long enough and do it, which won't happen if you don't do it. And it won't happen if an apple lands on your head. What you have to do is go out and actively pursue some activities or some form of life that presents an opportunity for you to be grateful. And if you're not seeking them, and if they just don't randomly hit you on the head, then at what point do you become grateful for the life that you've been given? For this, I mean, fleeting moment in the universe that we're all sharing briefly. Like if you can't be hit with gratitude, you've got to go hunt gratitude. And so I'm saying grab your camera and go hunt. Hunt for something that you can be grateful for today. Now, there's another reason for it. I wasn't going to say it, but now I'm going to say it because oh, I'm going to put an exclamation mark on this. So I took a photo a couple of days ago. It was my bike leaning against something right next to a tree, and it was this massive red maple. And the sun was perfect, almost. And uh, it lit up that tree like a, a, a red firework was going off above my bike. So I just squatted down. Actually, I laid down on the sidewalk and took an up angle because it was pleasing to my eye. And once I'd captured it, I thought, wow, that's a beautiful photo. And I pushed it up. And one of my friends down in California, just in Huntington Beach way, used to be on the teams with me. He saw the photo and he said, dude, how long did it take you to Photoshop that? Uh, that's the world, man. There's no Photoshop in that. That was me grabbing a photo based on my Mark One eyeball that to me, I was grateful for. And so enjoy. And he said, wow, that's amazing. So through me capturing a grateful moment and then pushing it up on the interwebs, he was then inspired through the conversation to pick up the pace, to have an attitude of gratitude, which for guys like me, that little slogan, live, laugh, love, doesn't work, nor does it work for him. But what does work for him is, bro, go kick the ass today. Shoot me a photo that is rad. So it's all in the language. It's all in how you communicate with someone. And if I can't communicate with people that I don't know by saying, bro, kick ass, get rad. Maybe just a single photo put up on the interwebs will encourage or inspire or have someone out there think, wow, I'm so lucky to be able to see images like this. What is in my neck of the woods that I can also see with my own eyes and capture and put up to inspire others to be grateful for this world, this fleeting moment that we all share. 100%. Dre, you got any thoughts? I think if we're going to be doing this, put a story or like a comment that relates to the picture that you are posting about and tagging the collective in, because we need to know what is this moment that you're grateful for. Sure, there we could see a picture of a bike up against an, a red oak wood, and most guys wouldn't bat an eye. But 
if there's a mini story behind that, I think it will share. I think it will be even more impactful. That's what I'm trying to say. And so, if you're going to be doing this, guys, make sure to add a little story. Doesn't have to be long. Doesn't have to be you know a paragraph. Just be like, hey, I had this delicious meal with my family. This is what I'm thankful for. It's moments like this where I get to sit down and enjoy a meal in peace and quiet with everybody and just have a few laughs around the table. It could be that. It could be like, hey, uh, I'm working at a job that pays really well and I'm able to go support my family. I may not be with them today, but hell, I'm still grateful that I have this job that allows me to provide for my family. Something along those lines. It doesn't have to be crazy. Absolutely. <clears throat> but there's no if because the collective is engaging in this. There's no way if this is happening. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Burbage and image. Burbage and, image, and yeah. image. There we go. And what we'll do is next Sunday, uh, we will be engaging one who's going to win. So you got to watch the show to find out who wins to get the, uh, to get the mug. Matt, you got any, <laughs> any extra thoughts? No, we're good, buddy. No. Okay. So I got a couple did, comments. Did here. you just create an, a week long organic contest that is focusing on gratitude with a winner where we all get to see a bunch of amazing photos and hear some cool stories. Did you just create a contest? Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. Well, I am grateful. <laughs> it all seems to be working out um now i got a couple comments here i want to touch on real quick salty jinx jumped in he said i find it was easier when i started uh started spending more times on the trails that is to take uh he was grateful for the moments which is 100 percent true um winter storm jumps in here, he says i want matt to win with a picture of a squirrel in garbage done <laughs> done well, get, hit it up, man. We'll, well see we who wins. When we done crush I'm going to freaking crush you. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know. He's got his squirrel and his garbage. Uh, squirrel and garbage. Mine's going to be a bear and garbage. So freaking bring it. Okay. There you go. Mine's I don't know if you'll be able to beat the video I put out yet last week from your no, that, <laughs> from that, that, that one is a till the end of time crusher. That one was that, legit. That was pretty sweet. Now, so I have this, I have this point that I want to see where you guys feel about this because I as you guys were talking, it kind of clicked in my head was, uh, Sean, you were talking about the, um, Newton with the apple hitting him on the head and the fact that like gratitude is not just going to hit you on the head and you're going to go, Oh, great. Awesome. Gratitude. And I wanted to point out the fact that had he not been open to the fact of pondering why the apple fell from the tree, it would be very easy to just get pissed off about getting hit in the head by an apple. Right, you could just sit on a tree and get hit in the head and be like, "Ah, oh, friggin' apples," and, and and wander off, and never take the time to postulate the theory of gravity and all this other stuff. But I just wanted to see how you guys feel about this because I think that it requires the insight to be able to stop and think about those moments, because life has a habit of throwing things for you to be gratitude for you to be grateful for in your face constantly. It drops stuff on your head regularly and it's only once you take the moment to to have the insight to go oh man that was awesome and then go oh man i'm really grateful for that or if you guys get what i'm saying and i'm wondering what you guys think is that accurate or do you think that it am i off base what do you think sean i know you're giggling what do you got i am because it's why i created the photo challenge mm -hmm. and i didn't create it, i just stated it but here here's Here's the straight up truth. I had to do it for myself. And I think it works for other veterans as well. 
or first responders or law enforcement or anyone who's been in the game. Put me behind a 10 power optic and I'm freaking, I am focused. I am on task. Put me in front of a four power. I'm on like Donkey Kong. So one of the things about me and a lot of people like me, and I'm not saying all veterans, I'm not saying, you know, there's some trades that weren't uh, built like I was built, but I was built to target lock something and focus on it and understand it in the moment. So when the apple hits me on the head, I'm freaking trying to understand that moment. I'm not picking up the apple and taking a bite out of it. I'm not putting it in my pocket to go make apple pie. When it hits me on the head, I want to understand what just happened. So I'm not saying I would have been Newton because obviously, but I am saying that there would have definitely been a pause and a consideration as to what just happened and why it happened. And I think that a lot of veterans certainly are still trying to figure out how to engage in the world around them. You know what does do it? is when you have to take a photo because what a photo does, I mean, if you're trying to, there's a difference between taking a photo like of the world around you and not being engaged in the photo. That's completely different than trying to take the best photo in the world, of the world, your best ever photo, not a photo, the best photo ever today. Because if you're doing that, if you're challenging yourself to do your best, now you're engaged in the process and you're trying to be in the moment. You can't capture the moment if you're not in the moment. But you can capture a video and not be in the moment by doing this. Record, spin it around your head on a string and then put it up to TikTok and get a million likes. But you're not going to impress me. You're not going to impress yourself. You're not going to impress the collective. You're not going to impress your friends. If you just rattle off an uncareful photo of a squirrel in garbage. Now, if you do a careful photo of squirrel in garbage, if you frame it correctly, if you get some nice light, if you get some three-dimensional pop, if you capture an, a, an amazing image of squirrel in garbage, then I know you were in the moment. But if you hit record and spin it on a string and we can see a blurry squirrel in garbage... You weren't there, pal. No one was there. The moment didn't exist because you didn't exist in the moment. And therefore, it's a lost moment. But trying to do your best today with that photo, believe me, you'll be in the now. And that's an opportunity to be grateful for the moment, I think. Mm, Matt, you got any thoughts on that? But the moment would be for the squirrel because there's this crazy guy going like this with his phone. Um, no, I agree with Sean. I agree with Sean that like you, it's we do kind of go through life a little bit kind of hap, haphazardly and just kind of like doing things just because and just snapping things around without actually real thought or real focus or real how can I make this just a little bit better that kind of thing. I agree with him in that. Right on, Dre. Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, so first, uh, I do have to go take off in a bit. I do have work. Yeah, uh, I'm watching the time for you. Yeah, I know. Uh, but um, I do agree with what Sean is saying. And yeah, 
there's there's a phrase that sticks out in my mind, which is um, this too shall pass, like, and so if you're you're having a bad time, this will this too shall pass. Yeah, you think this is the worst uh, worst time moment of your life? This too shall pass. The best you're having the best time of your life. You're you're succeeding in life. You're doing great. This too shall pass. And I think with the the attitude of gratitude, it's just like we just have to learn how to um, recognize the the moments that we do have. Like be be very conscious of it, of all the good the good times that we have and all the bad times that we have. That they will that there are going to be passing, and that in those times that we do have peace, in those times that we do have success, we need to learn to appreciate uh appreciate those moments because when they pass and they will pass uh it's because either something has negative has you know caught our attention or we're on to bigger and better things and i think that's always the 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 mindset that we should have is that like yes we've achieved this this is great we've celebrated this success now on to bigger and better things and i think that's kind of what the collective is all about right is that uh this attitude of gratitude yeah so i could not agree more i really do like that uh the one thing i did want to at least it sticks out in my head is the fact that even in dark times there are periods that and i i utilize these myself is when i'm in a depressive episode or something like that usually when i hit that the basement of that i used to fight that for a very long time and i would rail against it and I would try to push myself to be better or more effective even though I was in a depressive episode whereas just recently in the last couple episodes I've had my whole goal is to allow it to happen to reach that point so that I can then look around without the emotional attachment to everything and that by doing that that allows me to actually see what it was that was uh, the blockage for me and allow me to move forward and once I can move forward it's it's uh, shortened my my episodes by quite a lot, and it's allowed me to engage them directly rather than um, be passive in it and allow it to kind of happen. Um, now yeah, I do I, have. I, I, I'm glad you said that chance because uh, I, it saved me from going hard against Dre there on uh, this two shall pass because it's a passive act, active, or sorry, it's a passive form of lifestyle. This too shall pass. You know, I just hope it passes. Someday it's going to pass. I hope it passes. Pass, pass, pass. But you're not involved in making it pass. And so mm -hmm. I know that Dre is making it pass. But the simple statement of this too shall pass comes across as passive. Or mm -hmm. as I prefer to think, oh, it's going to pass because I'm going to freaking smash it. And so those are two different velocities. Those are two different timelines. There's default aggressive and there's default passive. And you don't have to be one or the other. You can be in the middle. And I'm not talking to Dre. I'm talking to everyone. You get to decide this too shall pass or, oh, it's freaking passed all right. It's your tone, how you approach life, and not passively being gratitude for allowing it to passively go by freaking accepting the moment, smashing on it, and then being freaking grateful that you just smashed it, uh, is how I like to think of it. 
100%. Now, Dre does have takeoff, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to give us some general final thoughts on anything we've talked about before you got to jump off, because I know you got to get to work. So yeah. any final thoughts for you at all before I kick you out of the room? <laughs> uh, final thoughts is uh, meditate, find what you're grateful for, guys. And uh, like as Sean said, you know, smash smash it smash past all the negativity and make it pass by quickly because like i said before earlier in this podcast life's too short enjoy enjoy life as much as you can and don't focus on the negativity but aside from that guys that's all for me absolutely thanks buddy. Right, guys all right we'll talk you later turn. all right well i'm gonna kick you out real quick here and then we'll uh we'll carry on from the conversation <laughs> for later. okay so he's out boom just like that boom. um and I mean, we could, uh, we're getting close to time anyway, so we may as well, we could work our way through it. And then, uh, any other thoughts before we get into the comments? Uh, no, I got, uh, the last one was, I want Matt to win. Squirrels. Squirrel and garbage. Yeah. Me Squirrels too. And garbage. I, I, I do. I hope that Matt wins, but holy moly, will he ever have to be present and grateful for the moment? That's all I'm thinking. Do you think you could do it, Matt? What do you think? Dude, you're assuming I'm not present half the time. Come on. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? Anyways, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Yeah. Focused on the squirrel. <laughs> That's another Focused one on I don't like, too. Going back to your whole passiveness is that whole phrase, it is what it is. Mm. I, mean, I catch myself saying it sometimes, too. But it, it, it is a very passive, passive statement and passive mindset when it comes to things in the moment, right? Um, yeah, it is what it is, 100%. But what's your point? What's your part in that involvement of it is what it is how are you going to solve it from being what it is right are you going to engage with it or are you just going to fluff it off right so just to get back to, to your previous point yeah you have to be more aggressive in i'm not even gonna say aggressive because we talked about that last week mm-hmm. um you have to be more in the moment active present consistent is another one too in life in general, right? You, everything you do has a consequence, right? You eat a cheeseburger today. Yeah, you got some nice feelings and stuff for eating a cheeseburger, but that might have impact down the road for health reasons, right? Or, you know, you, you said, oh, I'm just going to fluff off exercise today. Well, that's going to have impacts down the road too. So being in the moment currently right now with some forethought is something very important too as well and just being grateful what's you have available and accessible to you right maybe you are grateful that you have a cheeseburger because you haven't had a cheeseburger for like six weeks right or that you've seen a squirrel running around garbage because sean just challenged you to a challenge and i'm not i'm gonna crush it you um, know you're gonna see squirrels all day long today dude you man i'm going hunting are. i am literally you'll, like you'll see them everywhere you look even dude, when I'm you don't want to see them you're gonna right see now, them and i'm gonna go oh, yeah it's <laughs> gonna be bonkers it's gonna be squirrel photos left right and center all week it's just gonna be squirrels after squirrels after squirrels it's gonna be awesome but you know, here's an, here's a funny thing. So we're kind of having a bit of a laugh, but tell me I'm wrong. You're right not. now you've got squirrel in the head. I mean, you're gonna like you're no. gonna be looking for squirrels. The worst part is it's not really like I'm not focused just on squirrels. I'm focused <laughs> on beating you. That's I know, my buddy. that's my drive 100%. right now. Yay. Not, Yay team. What's, yeah. Hey. But am I going to go out and passively look for squirrels? Maybe. Am I going to passively look for a perfect picture? No. 
because I got a crush on now. <laughs> Seeds planted. Yay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's almost like we do this on a regular basis. <laughs> now, I do uh, but have... we're keeping each other honest, though. It's 100%. good. It's good. Yeah. And and I like the fact that, uh, you know, we're gamifying the game, as it were. But, uh, dude, you freaking cracked it, cracked it out of the park with your win a mug. Win the photo, win the mug. I, I love that, man. It's... Uh, it builds off of some of the things that we've been talking about over the last week, you know, awards versus rewards, mm -hmm. uh, rewards and vices, you know, like a vice could be uh, as simple as not not having gratitude. You know, you're just that guy or that person, that energy vampire that sucks. Mm -hmm. You're the worst because you're dragging everyone down because you have you can't. It's been so long since you've been grateful for anything that you're a drag to be around. And so, the, am I wrong? Are there people like that out there in the world? I was one of them for many years. So, so it exists. Oh, yeah. And so the idea being that, you know, if, if you want to live a good life, the, the life that we have is freaking, it'll be gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not paying attention to your own world, if you're not paying attention to the things around you, if you're not focused on taking the best photo ever, every day, well, eventually the days are all gone. And I know it sounds crazy, but life goes by so fast. Some days it might feel a little bit slow because you're dragging a little bit. But man, if you go out that day that you're dragging your butt around because you just don't have the energy or the the drive or the will or the the interest to go and capture some gratitude out in the world if that's where you're at well go out and freaking do it anyway so that you're not so miserable to be around and then make some friends through the process like there's no way anyone who's a drag to be around is ever going to be awesome to be around unless they change their ways Change your ways. And in a week, you can be awesome to be around. So if you don't have a boatload of friends, if you're not having a boatload of fun in life, if you're not fun to be around, take this week to change your ways. Go find a, a, a means to be thankful every day, and then you'll be a whole lot more fun to be around if you can practice an attitude of gratitude. Everyone will pick up on it. All of a sudden, you'll have some new friends. Yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. Matt, you got any thoughts before I jump on these comments? No, I think we're good. Let's jump on the comments. Okay. All right. So oh, hang on a to, sec. What I threw on. that out there, and you're both nodding your heads as if, yeah, that's cool. No, no retorts, no reinforcement, no disagreement, agreement, no nothing. Like I, we're just I gonna agreed. let that one roll. I dude, agree with you hundred percent. Like, go ahead. When, you, when you're that good, I mean, why do we need to interfere? I mean, you literally hit know. it on. You hit it on the nose. You hit it. I, on I the don't nose. know if like, I did or not. I, I did. honestly, the honestly, honestly, okay. the then reason I throw honest. that, I throw that out to the both of you, it's because I don't know if I'm off the mark. Like, these are my thoughts. These are my feelings. These are my observations. This is what I see. But sometimes I come across as maybe a bit too hard. Dude, you suck if you're if you don't have any gratitude and you're hard to be around and don't be a jerk. Like I'm trying to put it out there in a way that is super simple for everyone to understand that if you're that guy, don't be that guy. But is it too hard? Is it too mean spirited? Is it too direct? Is it too concise? I don't know. 
That's why I'm asking you guys. Matt, what do you think? No chance. Um, <laughs> if you want me to go, I will. Go. I want to hear what you say about this. Okay. So I, I 100% agree, Sean, with what you said, and you are absolutely right. And I look back on my own life and the times in my life where I was not grateful for anything. And in fact, I was constantly looking for things to be upset about. I was looking for things to be upset about. And that is, it's ridiculous to say now I look back on it and I'm like, man, what, like, why? Like, what gain am I getting by being pissed off all the time, every day at everybody for everything? And I realized over the span of many years and lots of therapy and engaging this with you guys on the collective and everything is the fact that I wanted to make other people's lives as difficult as mine, that mm. I, the way I saw it. Mm. And my life wasn't difficult, but I saw it as difficult and I wanted other people to feel that up until I realized that it was actually under my control to make a good life, to enjoy my life, to enjoy those moments, to hit those things. And I, so that's why when you stated everything you stated, I was just like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there was no, there, I, I couldn't eloquate it better than the way you laid it out. Matt, anything to add? No, hundred percent. I mean, that's exactly what my point was when I agreed with, like passively agreed with you, Sean, was that you literally nailed it on the head. And to go back to the other question, did I hate, am I too hard? Am I too, you know, straightforward? You're Sean. You're Sean fricking Taylor. And that's how Sean fricking Taylor speaks. He that is does, how I speak. Yeah. That is not like, and I'm grateful to have you in my, my circle because you, you, you call a spade a spade. Ace of spades, Lenny, get it? Um, I love that point. <laughs> right? You call it as it is, and you, and you force the issue where other people won't. So, yeah, like I'm, I agree 100% with you. You have to make, the, make your world the way you want to make your world. Be grateful for what's around you and the things that empower you and pushes you forward. Mm -hmm. Just like John freaking Taylor. That's right. <laughs> and for those that yeah. don't know, this is a very trimmed down sean taylor <laughs> it is like, trimmed <laughs> he, the, he's holding back so, i am holding back yeah but absolutely hit the nail on the head for yeah. that entire statement and it's hard to follow i don't know how many times we've had guests on here it was like you're gonna make me follow that yeah and yeah so you're, you're dropping well mics, why you got a mic stand right uh, uh thank you fellas and, and I genuinely mean that. And I don't often genuinely take a moment like this to impress upon the guests how grateful I am for your comments. Because usually we just let them roll and, and I don't dig into it too much. But since the topic is gratitude, I'll use this opportunity to establish that there isn't a day over here on the collective that I'm not grateful for the guests or grateful for the wisdom or grateful for the opportunity to be able to talk to people and learn from people. I'm extremely grateful for it. Nowadays, I am. But when it first started, I was not. And that that is to the bones of our conversation today. At one point, I was a noob on the collective, and now I'm not. But when I was a noob, I had to force my way to see the gratitude of this moment. And now I understand it. Now I appreciate it. But on day one of the collective, I didn't see how good this is. I didn't see how good it was for my friends. I didn't see how good it was for me. I didn't see how good it was for the world. But over many, many, many days, 
I came to learn that the apple that lands on my head is called gravity and you can't fight gravity. And so um, these are just things that we have to learn over time. Not everyone else, but me included, all of us. These are things that we takes time to get clarity on. And uh, so thanks, fellas. Thanks for being awesome today. Absolutely. It is our, I really, I can't thank you enough. Cause I mean, if we're going to get into gratitude, you have shifted my life into a entirely different realm. And I say you shifted it because there were some times where you had to push me <laughs> into the other door. Right. So I do appreciate it hundred percent. Now I have a couple comments. We're going to get some final thoughts. Uh, I saw a couple comments, one question, and then some final thoughts. And I just want to hit these because they are fantastic. Salty Jink jumps in here and says, by the way, I'm grateful for this episode and finding the collective. Uh, Winter Storm jumps in here with a great question. I don't know if we have time to really get into it, but he says, what is something you realize later that you should have been grateful for earlier? Which is a great question. Mm. I'm going to hold off for now. I think yeah, bank it. We're going to bank that one for later. Uh, he does carry on with, to Sean's point about life going fast, always remember someone who knows you would give anything to have your life. Be grateful even if you don't know why. And I think that's a fantastic point as well. Um, now, the question that I have is semi-unrelated, but I want to finish it off with turkey or ham for Thanksgiving? Because I've heard of both. And what would you guys prefer? Matt? Oh, geez. A turducken. Turducken. Ooh, that would be yeah, good. I want ham inside the turkey. It's round. By... No, I don't know. Um, it all depends on the, the, the volume of the family you're doing, right? I see no, I just turkey your preference. as... Like your preference. Uh, oh, if you could preference? choose. Oh, it's not choose? like a hard question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like... Well, it's only ham. as hard as you make it based on how deeply you think about it. So, you know, Dude, it's I'm on like, you. It's like there's figures coming out of my head right now. <laughs> I like ham. I'll say ham, but I would rather have beef. Plain and simple. Beef, yeah. Mm. Sean, what do you think? Turkey or ham? Turkey. Mm, now, the real tough question. Have y'all have have y'all had deep fried turkey? Yes. Yes. Would you prefer deep fried turkey versus smoked turkey or prefer another version? What are your preferences in terms of cooking the turkey? Matt? Well, deep fry is quicker. I'll give you that. And if time is an essence and time is always an essence when you're visiting family, I'll say deep fry. And you can do like four turkeys in the time you can smoke like a quarter of a turkey. Right. Sure. Yeah. But what, what do you prefer? I prefer, I don't even like turkey, dude. That's the worst part. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's cool. Sean, what do you think? Is smoked your, your go-to? I prefer smoked turkey on my Traeger. Uh, for the appropriate amount of hours or the appropriate amount of different uh, wood selections. However, I got to qualify it by stating that there's a time and place for everything. The right thing in for the now is not right for the other now. And so I'll just quickly state why for me, because it depends on the gathering. Like if I'm going to deep fry a turkey or more correctly, like when we were living down south in the U.S., uh, deep frying down in Texas was a thing. Like it's delicious, man. No joke. And in some instances where the right amount of people are together with the right event of the deep fried turkey and now it's a thing like that, the deep frying is now the moment 
Whereas on the smoker on the back deck isn't the moment because it's out of sight, out of mind. No one's really engaging. It's not like a momentous moment. But deep frying is momentous. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it registers in the peanut. And you can remember it years later. But what nobody can remember is the turkey smoking out on the back deck that nobody sees. They only remember the moment when the turkey gets delivered on the table and there's the, the aroma and you're digging into the turkey and it's freaking amazing. And that's the momentous moment. But they're two different momentous moments. And I think it really depends on the circumstances on what you're what's going on you know i love it the the standby answer for the collective is it depends pretty much <laughs> yeah, Fair i love it i love it uh so last comment here salty jinx jumps in and says goose best thanksgiving oh, yeah. dinner ever yeah That'd for sure good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, winter storm says matt likes a squirrel stuffed inside a cow stuffed inside a garbage can taking a selfie for a month <laughs> dang challenge accepted let's go <laughs> let's no lies it. there so we are well over time now. Let's get some final thoughts and then we can all go enjoy uh, a beautiful day and take some photos. Matt, Yay. final thoughts? Gratitude is something that's, it's, uh, you have to do it. I mean, plain and simple. Let's, if you're always stuck in the negative and you always cannot see the benefit of something, then there, you have to change that because gratitude is a very powerful change in a person's life and even just realizing that you are, took that breath this second is of something to be grateful that you're here in this moment with the collective is very grateful to be with 100 sean final thoughts yeah i'm, I'm going to play off of what matt just said because he's right we should be grateful for the moment this moment this moment that we're all sharing right now and so i just did a instant reflection on the moment and here's what i feel i see i hear i i sense this moment as we're kind of laughing you know uh squirrel garbage mug turkey beef all of these things the comments from winterstorm comments from salty jinx comments from the commenters the engagement with people like the inside jokes the laughs that we just had they wouldn't occur on day one but nine and nine months and change into it we're, we're all kind of vibing to some degree. We're, we all kind of have the inside scoop, the inside jokes, the inside lingo, the, the, the sharing the moment, which wasn't there on day one, but is here now. And so that sharing of this moment that we'll never, ever have again, except in the past in our memories, this is really key to me. This is really important to me about the collective. So... I'm really grateful to have come out of the moment where we're kind of laughing about squirrels, mugs, cows, and et cetera, because that would have been nonsense on day one. Our heads would have been spinning. I would have quit the collective like on day one. But now I love it. I love it because we've developed a community that can share an in the now moment and, and, and really enjoy it. 100%. I, uh, I don't have a whole lot to add other than the fact that, you know, gratitude is something we have to learn. We have to learn how to do it. We have to build upon the skill set to be grateful in the moment. And once we can do that, we get to grow into a fully actualized, grateful moment in time. And you can do that with us every day here on The Collective. We'll see you all tomorrow. Chimo. Chimo. Chimo.